know, how did I come to how did I come to be part of this trip? I actually believe it started late last summer. Uh, I actually received the word from the Lord. It wasn't when I was in prayer. wasn't when I was in worship. I was actually walking across my yard, and the word came to me. There's going to be a new chapter and a new day in your life. And that word has stuck with me ever since. And when it came to me, I thought, wow, I had so many new days and new chapters in my life last year. So I've been continually walking forward with an expectant viewpoint. And when Caleb decided to go on his trip, Eric was going to go with him. Uh, Eric was suddenly backing out. Uh, he didn't have the money. And Caleb said, well, I need someone to go with us. Let's split the expenses. So Sharon's been wanting me to go on a mission trip a long time with the two sons, so I agreed. And then Eric got a gift of money so he could go also, so all three of us ended up going. Initially, we were just supposed to be part of the three-day big search, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Well, the actual team that we were part of, if we wanted to be part of the bigger team, you had to pay $250. Well, Caleb got... Uh, phone call from the director saying, hey, we had two people back out. Do you want to take their place? And Caleb said, well, there's three of us. And he said, that's fine. I'll take all three of you. So we didn't have to pay the additional $250. But yes, very long days, starting at 9 in the morning. Uh, when you have an iPhone, it tracks your steps. Uh, we, were, we were walking five to seven miles a day at some of those, dale, some of those days. But uh, the training is awesome. But uh, what the trip cost myself about $500. So that's actually pretty reasonable for that type of a trip. But, you know, the importance of short, short term missions. I think everybody should at least attempt to go on one short term mission. Now, what's the importance of short term missions? I think if you talk to every full time missionary, how did they, they become a full time missionary? It started with a short term mission trip. That they then became to believe that God called them full-time in the mission field. Uh, one of the other leaders was Free International, her name was Valerie. 27-year-old uh, gal, and she's full-time on staff for Free International in Houston. And it's believed there's 500 illegal brothels in Houston. And she goes into these brothels to try to develop relationships with these women. And some of the brothels are very welcome to <coughs> welcome her in because she's going to pray with them pray and some of these brothels think that that's a blessing and but she actually tries to develop long-term relationships but again short-term missions are important uh, one gentleman was very negative I know in the past uh, you should just send the money he kept saying you know when these you know like Sharon and the kids went on a short-term mission trip uh, out of the country once and he said you do far more good if you just send the money and well <laughs> I would totally disagree with that. Every missionary enjoys having short-term mission people come to, to what they're doing because you catch the vision. And you yourself will be forever changed. It gives you a greater perspective uh, beyond your community. In many ways, where we live in rural Minnesota, we have a very sheltered life in many ways. So, but I, I did ask Val, I said, what was the hardest part of you getting into the, this mission? She said, raising the money. I said, how much did you have to raise for support? She said, $70,000. Yeah, so I said, is that a continual problem? She said, no, actually, once you get your support in place, people believe in the mission that you're doing, and they'll continue to support you. But uh, it was great, great getting to know her. But some of the myths 
that are commonly out there, number one is it's their choice. You know, a lot of people believe, oh, the people that are in this, that are caught up in this, it's their choice. Another problem is movies, videos, TV, what does it do? It glamorizes it. If you remember the movie Pretty Woman, uh, it glamorized the prostitution. And that's the problem with the media. It tends to glamorize it, and it is not glamorous. Again, the average age that the women get caught up in, and this is probably around age 15, and it is not their choice. They are held psychologically. The other myth is that they can walk away. Well, a lot of times they are threatened that their family members, extended family members, are going to be hurt if they choose to walk away. Or they should have known better. Or number four, they deserved it because they didn't avoid the person or situation. Number five, that they're criminal. Yes, they're involved in criminal activity, but ultimately they are actually victims. Or number six, they are inferior or less than them. Well, Caleb's going to be speaking a little bit more how this ties into scripture, but every child matters, every person matters. And yes, did the trip impact me? Yes, it was very life-changing. Uh, it, you know, brings, brings tears to you to see people that are caught up in trafficking, whether it's uh, traffic for work or trafficked uh, in the sex trade. And you might say, why does it matter here? 